big stories of the day. Hashtag SAFM Sunrise. 18 minutes to 8. Good morning. So, does this happen to you, right? From around 10 o'clock in the morning, on my cell phone, I start to get a series of calls from landline numbers. And they're all advertising. They're all cold calling me. I don't know what it is about insurance and car insurance. Maybe I'm a bad driver. But that's all they want to sell me. And I have now got to the point where I don't answer landline numbers. I haven't answered 087 numbers for years. And then, you know, if I don't answer the call, about a minute later, there's a call from another landline number. And I know it's the same person. Um, So I wonder if you have the same problem. It's incredibly infuriating. The information regulator is now trying to work on this. The chair of the information regulator is Advocate Panzit Lakula. Ms. Lakula, ma'am, good morning and thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, Good morning to you and thank you very much for inviting us. Are you able to take action here? It is the most infuriating, annoying, frustrating, time-wasting thing there is. Telephone calls, you know... um we're still working out whether direct marketing messages through a telephone call constitutes electro- electronic communication within the definition of that word in the law. Uh, there's a gray area there because uh, that uh, definition says that uh, electronic communication means a text, voice, or image uh, that is uh, uh, transmitted over a electronic communication network and it's stored in the network until it is retrieved by the recipient or stored in the recipient's device until that recipient uh, retrieves it. So um, a technical, some people um, who are IT specialists say that a, a telephone is an electronic communication. We are this week going to take a final decision on that matter So basically, it can go on forever. Someone's found a loophole and they're pushing the loophole as much as they can. Well, what I'm told is that when the act was um, uh, discussed, when it was still a bill, uh, there were people from the call center industry who who said that uh, if a telephone uh, communication is uh, brought within the definition of electronic communication, that will kill the call center industry. But if you look at jurisdiction as elsewhere, if you look at the UK, for instance, they have a similar definition and a telephone falls within a electronic communication and it's not, it's governed by certain rules, you know, because there are rules within the, mm-hmm. the law that governs uh, direct marketing sent through electronic communication. For instance, people don't know, even if it's an SMS, even if it's uh, an email, that a company cannot just send a message and say, we're selling you insurance. The first communication that they have to send to you is a communication in which they seek your consent to send you a direct message, a direct marketing message. They should specify what is it that they want to market to you. They should also, they should, they should also give you a, a, an option to tell them what kind of communication can they use. Can they send you through an email or through text? That's what the law says. So even the SMSs, even the emails that we get are against the law. And this week, today, actually, we are finalizing for the first time a complaint that we received and we'll be issuing 
an enforcement notice that will deal with this matter, but not telephones specifically, but other forms of uh, direct marketing. Advocate Lakula, um, would this law cover political parties? If, if I remember correctly, you know a thing or two <coughs> about political parties and advertising during elections. Would this, uh, yeah. would this apply to political parties too? Well, um, they don't sell goods or services. So whatever they do, they still have to ensure that they get uh, your consent. They they have to ensure that they they, they comply with the law. Mm-hmm. They can't just go and buy our contact details from uh, data brokers and bombard us with uh, campaign messages. We are also, if you remember, towards the elections of 2019, we issued a guidance note on that issue we're going to be looking at that guidance issue uh, note because we want to update it now that we are going into communication so that into elections so that we can also look at issues of disinformation and misinformation when someone calls me or calls whoever they've got their they've got the phone number from someone now has does that almost automatically mean someone somewhere has broken the poppy act because They've basically given my number to someone without my permission. They have because direct marketers or anyone who wants to call you for direct marketing purposes can only obtain your personal information, including your telephone number, if it's in a public record or if you deliberately made that information public. Now, what is a public record? Uh, maybe the registrar of companies, for instance, the information that is there will be regarded as information that is contained in a public record. But if that person gets your details, say, from your Facebook and or, you know, through another person, because if I my details are on Facebook and they are only available to my friends on Facebook, then I have not made my information publicly available because I've made it available only to my friends. And also, no one has any right to be giving out your telephone number. They must ask for your permission to say, Pensitlakula is asking for your telephone mm. number. Can I give them your telephone number? That's how the act operates. So, I mean, I know the Act operates like that and their consequences would probably end journalism as we know it, but that's a different conversation for another time, Advocate Lakula. Um, so, if someone phones me, I have yep. always had the right to demand to know where they got my number, and I've tried that, and they never, ever tell me. They always just say my boss gave it to me, which I know is, is sort of nonsense. Um, could I then, if I know who the company was, say the company was XYZ Insurance, would I be able to come to your office and lay a complaint against XYZ Insurance and say, they phoned me, they refused to tell me where I got, where they got the phone number from, I would like you to do something about it? Certainly, you can do that. And even ourselves, we are tracking those numbers because we are not immune. We get those telephone calls. It's no longer 087, by the way, it's 021. Mm. Uh, that they are using to phone us. But definitely the answer is you can come to us and lay a complaint. Do many people complain? Or have people just given up? I mean, I think what people do is they block unknown numbers on their phone. You know, they complain. But what we have been doing is that would settle those matters uh, amicably and phone the company and say, so-and-so has complained, can you stop phoning them? Remove their details from your database and they would oblige. 
But on this particular occasion, the complaint that we have is of a person who got a, who was bombarded with many, many messages. And he many times said to this person, please stop sending me these, uh, it was emails this time. But even after opting out, even after doing everything, unsubscribe, he still got those messages. So that is the one, the, the complaint that we thought we should take forward so that once and for all, we, you know, we, we hold someone accountable for that. Ma'am, thank you very much. Nice to talk to you again, by the way. Advocate Pansit Lakula is the chair of the Information Regulator.